the Ebishter created the Rakia that separated between the waters above and the waters below. Chazal tell us that during the creation of this separation between two waters, it doesn't say, In all other days, at the end of the day, all the work of that day, it concludes with the words, and Hashem saw that the work of that day was good. On the second day, it doesn't say that. But instead, on the third day, it says twice, Kitoiv. One to make up for the second day, where it doesn't say Kitoiv. And on, on Tuesday, on the third day, the word Kitoiv appears twice. Once for the second day's work, which is the, the, water of the, the work of the water, separating between the upper waters and the lower waters. And one for the third day when Hashem made the water retreat from the earth and open up and reveal and expose the, the ground, the yabosha, the dry earth. And that made possibility for human life and for life in general. So there was twice Kitoiv on the third day, but one for the second day and one for the third day. And the question is obvious. Why is the why is the why is the no kitoiv on the second day? So Rashi says because the water the, the second day deals with Hashem's work in the water. He separated first of all there was just water, one body of water, then Hashem separated between upper water and the lower water. But that wasn't complete because then Hashem further uh, caused the water on earth, the water below, to retreat so that it would expose land where life could exist. So because it wasn't completed, the work of water wasn't completed on the second day, it was only completed on the third day, so the Kitev appears on the third day. In Medrash it says that the reason it doesn't say Kitev on the second day, because this separation between the two waters Right? Before the separation, there was only one body of water. Right? As it says in the previous Pasuk, there was darkness over one big body of water that covered the entire earth. Then Hashem separated and half the water went up and half the water remained down and separated between the two. The Medrash says that this separation is also symbolic. It, it created or instilled or it created the possibility in creation for the idea of division, divisiveness, machloikas. In other words, until that moment, on the first day, was Yom Echot, everything was one, united, right? That oneness of the source of Hashem was permeating the entire creation and everything was one, intrinsically one. Then on the second day, Hashem created the possibility for separation, where there can be two, there can be a duality, the upper waters and the lower waters. That laid the groundwork for the whole possibility of machlekes, division, divisiveness, which is a negative thing. And that's why it doesn't want, the Torah doesn't want to say kitoiv. It was good because machlekes is not good. The question then is, then why does it say Kitoiv on the third day for the second day? If the second day we don't want to say Kitoiv because there was something negative that was created on that day, then we shouldn't say Kitoiv at all. Why? What's the point of making up 
on the third day and saying Kitoy for the second day, if we don't want to say Kitoy for the second days. Second day's work is a negative thing. In as it's explained, the two waters represent two different worlds, two different worlds of consciousness. There's the consciousness of the lower water and the consciousness of the higher water. Water is symbolic of joy, pleasure, satisfaction, life. Life is about joy. And, and there are two types. There's a physical joy, a joy that's connected with the self and with, the, with sensual existence. And then there's the higher water, a water which is spiritual. And before the separation of the two waters, there was only one type of pleasure. The, the possibility for having anything other than a, divi- a pleasure of godliness did not exist. Then Hashem separated and created the possibility for two types of pleasures. A pleasure which is connected to the lower world, which is separated from its divine source, has its own autonomous sense of recreation and joy. And then there is Mayim, which is associated and connected with the divine source. It's a spiritual joy. And that was the beginning of that duality that Hashem created in creation, which later on translated with the, with the goof and the shame, it's a hara, it's a toif. But the, the root of that the, the, um, division in creation started on the second day, the separation of the two bodies of water. It says in Chazal that the lower waters that have been separated from their divine source are crying all the time. What means they're crying? That deep inside these lower waters lies a divine spark. It comes from Hashem. But it's been alienated from its divine source. It allows people to wallow in pleasures that are completely foreign and alien to, to ruchnias, to spirituality. So the, divine, the sparks, the divine sparks inside the, the lower waters are crying out, we want to be close to our source again. And Hashem promised that one day Jews will use you to pour water on the Mizbeach and Sukkis, and from you they will harvest salt, sea salt that comes from the sea, and they will bring it on the Kabanis. What is the meaning of all this? So Chesidus explains in the Rebbe Namaima gives a very beautiful insight into this. The two bottles of water really represents the two worlds that we live in, the Gashmis and the Ruchnis. The Gashmis is you know, separated, dis- distinctive and, and detached from its divine source. And it's a whole world of consciousness where people are preoccupied with self, and with pleasure and with recreational activities. There's another world, a spiritual world, where their divine source is, is very acutely you know, present. And there, the, the pleasure and the joy is from connecting with the Lakus. The lower water, it means the Gashmi is the world, the Gashmi is the world that's being separated from its source, cries out, it wants to be reunited with the Lakus. And Hashem says, no, 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 this is going to have to happen through Avedis or Adam. And this is the meaning of, of Chazal. Chazal say, divisiveness was created. The possibility for a world that's separate from Malakuz was created on the second day. But there was a kavana for this. 
It wasn't meant all bad. It was meant for a good purpose. The Ebershter wanted it to be a world that's distinctive from Malakuz. doesn't feel natural its connection to its divine source. So the people would then transform it through their efforts, through their choices, through their avaydah. And that became, that became evident on the third day. On the third day, it became evident what the v- value of that separation on the second day was. What was the divine purpose in it? My purpose in it was to bring out a greater good, something even greater than the upper waters, who are naturally connected to the divine source, to bring in a place of separation and detachment and bring there a dirabetachtonim, taking the lower world, lower waters, and making them, uh, pouring them on the Mizbeach and making them a carbon on the Mizbeach. That is something that is done through the void of people. And that is, became only evident on the third day when the Yabosha, the dry land, became exposed, when now there is a possibility for human life, who human beings will then bring purpose and meaning to this separation that happened on the previous day. That's what the Kitoiv of the second day is written on, this, on the third day, because the second day did, did have a purpose, a good purpose, and even a greater purpose than what was there before. The Kavan, the whole purpose of creation is, is uh, being materialized or being actualized in the second day. Creating a Tachtoinim, a separate world, a world of distinctiveness that is alienated from Malakus, but yet will be transformed through the effort of people down here on earth.